unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, Nathan. How are you? I'm good, and I've been waiting all week on pins and needles for the return of Peter. And last week we had a phenomenal interview with him, and he was talking about this completely counterintuitive, but it just made so much sense the way that he's got his marketing funnel set up and he said that he'd come back and share some more of his insights on that. So I'm going to shut my mouth now and I'm going to turn it over to you and absorb as much as I possibly can. All right. Well, let's get started. Today we're back with Peter Visser, who has developed an impressive business with his partners. It's an online education business that teaches people how to trade in the stock and Forex markets. And what I found so interesting, and I think you will find it interesting, is his marketing approach. Like I said last week, while it seems typical at first glance, at first glance, as you start to look into it a little further, you'll see it's not typical at all. In last week's show, we talked about how he sells from Google Ads to a webinar using ads that are zero claim, totally different than, you know, financial advisory companies, they always pass compliance and the ads go to a webinar. It has no sales pitch, as Peter describes it. And he did describe it and it doesn't. It's kind of amazing. And yet the webinars have generated six figures a month in US dollars for the last year. From there, and this is what we're going to talk about today, he has a copy strategy using one-to-one emails and a particular way of writing copy that, again, doesn't risk the wrath of regulators. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how they use emails without making a lot of dangerous claims and, in general, how to write copy that way. But first, let me say copy is powerful, and you're responsible for how you use what you hear in this podcast. Most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Of course, Peter, it seems like you figured out a way where you don't even have to worry about those lawyers. But um, anyway, (laughs) thanks for coming back and really appreciate last week and having you here again. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, uh, David. I had so much fun last time. Uh, honestly, I was like, "Wow, we could actually speak for three hours." Uh, so <laughs> I'm so happy that you that you got me back in here because uh, I can't wait to to share some more stuff. Well, great. And let's just recap. So you use these Google Ads, you get people to a webinar, they sign up. You have a email sequence, an opt in page. You don't really even care how low or how high the attendance rate is because you're getting a four times return on your ad spend. Sounds like a dream business, but once the webinar is over, then what happens? How do you get people to email you to ask for access to your actual training product? 
So, I mean, this the, a huge shift happened in our business in August 2021. I just quickly want to talk about that because this will deliver context as to what's happening here. Sure. So I read I read a book. It was Alex Hormozzi's book, $100 Million Offers. Um, I love that book. And maybe it's so good. Yeah, June, July. And so his whole thing was, you know, make an offer so good people feel stupid saying no. So I thought to myself, well, it, if I make an offer that's so good people feel stupid saying no, shouldn't I just show up every day and show them this offer? It's like a free Ferrari, you know, turning up in their driveway every day. They've got to look at it and you go, okay, well, you can grab this Ferrari. It's maybe $10,000. And if you don't like it, here's your money back, whatever, you know. And uh, if you have that turn up every single day and people have to physically go, okay, okay, I'm, I'm going to say no, but I feel stupid doing it. If you do that enough times, surely, surely people would buy. And so the idea arose where I was like, well, what if we created an offer that's just so insanely good and we show up in people's inboxes every day and we entertain them enough in the email so that they can go down and look at this offer every single day, what would happen? And so when we made that shift, the entire strategy changed to this strategy of building up rapport through the webinar and then emailing people every single day with a story and a metaphor and some intrigue and some value and then saying, hey, if you're interested in achieving XYZ, then email us at this Gmail link. Okay. And um, this, yes. this doesn't happen very often, but I've got so many questions. And the two biggest ones are, how do you entertain them every day in an email? And what, how did, how, what was the process you went through to come up with an offer so good that you'd feel stupid saying no? <laughs> okay, so I'll answer the first question, which is the emails every day. So um, one of the copywriters I work with, uh, Frankie, highly talented guy, he was just a huge fan of Ben Settle, you know, Ben Settle and his daily emails and, and whatnot. And then over the years, he's just refined that process where every single day, you just come up with a new story or metaphor. So we use intrigue, insight and influence that's what the emails are about so intrigue is you start off with a bit of drama you know you could say something like oh i never knew this or i'm shocked at this or i'm surprised about this insight is you tell a story so one of the ways that he tells a story is we go to a random fact generator so we generate like 10 facts and we pick the one that's the best that could fit in and then so then you just tell a story around that and then once you do that with the influence, influence is simply the call to action. Like what is the call to action? So the offer has to be really, really good for this to work. But the thing is you show up in their inbox every single day, giving them what I like to call like just these mini epiphanies where they go, oh, okay, that's a different way of looking at it. Oh, that's a different way of looking at it. And we have these methods and we have an entire framework that we use. I mean, we have an SOP for this email writing method. It's really, really long, but it works unbelievably well because it allows us to show up in someone's inbox every single day without annoying them too much. Because um, there's an annoyance threshold, isn't there? Like if you're just always saying, hey, click on this, buy this, it's so annoying. But if you come up with a new story and a metaphor every day, then, then it's absolutely uh, awesome. So the offer itself, how do we create an offer that people feel stupid saying no to? Well, one of the things in Hormozzi's book that he said is you write down all the problems that people face, and then you come up with solutions. 
So one of the things we did is we wrote down from top to bottom every single problem that someone has in the trading world. Then we wrote down three solutions. One is a do-it-yourself solution. One is a done-with-you solution. One is a done-for-you solution. So we wrote down all of those and we said, what would be the best possible do-it-yourself solution? What would they need? Would they need a video, a book, a this, a this, a this? And we would say, right, we list down everything. Do it with you. What does that look like? One-on-one with you, group with you, what is that? And we write down exactly what the solutions are uh, to that. And then the done for you is the most interesting part because how can you get as close to done for you as possible? Because obviously you can't trade on behalf of people, but you get as close to that as is possible. So what we ended up with were like 30 bullet points of problems that people face and about 30 times five bullet points, 150 for different solutions we could offer them. So what we do is on the scale from do it yourself to do it for you, we try to get as close to the do it for you as possible. And so every time we get there, we're like, can we do this? And if the answer is no, it's like, well, is it really? If someone gave you a million dollars, would you do it? Yes. Well, if they gave you $100,000, would you do it then? Well, yeah. Well, if they gave you $10,000, would you do it? And you go, um, I probably want someone else to do it. Well, how much does that cost? Okay, well, we found out it costs about $100 to get someone else to come in and help them do that. So let's hire a virtual assistant to take care of that problem. So what we did was is we then created a job descriptions for each one of the solutions so that we could have people come in. So we have some tech people in because some people have technical problems, like they don't know how to open a broker account or they don't know how to log in like like simple stuff they don't know how to scroll through um a google sheet those are those are real things that some people struggle with so we eliminated all the easy obstacles put job descriptions in and then put it into the offer then we wanted to eliminate all the more nuanced obstacles that people face and for that we emailed our list and got a bunch of one-on-one coaches on board And we had a perfect job description for them. And so we created a checklist and an SOP for them to follow so that they can help people. And and so now we're getting so close to that done for you and done with you aspect of the offer. And and so we're like, well, it's really expensive to deliver this. It's like, all right, well, let's just quadruple our prices so we can actually deliver this value and get people better results. And so that's how we came up with this offer. So it's like, you know, you'll get this, 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 you'll get this. And they just, we just solve every single problem under the sun. And then we put a price tag next to it. And then we offer a guarantee. And the guarantee is really, really key. So, I mean, I feel like I'm plugging Hormozzi's book here, but he has an entire chapter on guarantees and what kind of guarantee. Yeah what kind of guarantees you can do. So what we did is we actually stacked three different types of guarantees on that. Now, what's interesting about the guarantee is it didn't increase conversion rates, but it massively increased inquiries into the product. So we sometimes- it increased conversions because you had more inquiries at the same rate, right? Right. So increased total conversions, but the conversion rate itself didn't increase. So, you know, I was always under the impression because all the guys have been saying it, you know, for years, like, oh, yeah, if you have a guarantee, your conversion rate like triples, right? 
And it was like, that just wasn't true. We just had so many more inquiries. So the total conversions went up. And that's really when we started hitting like $200,000 months, um, you know, and for us, there was no small thing because we were, we weren't, you know, we were doing maybe 90 to 100,000 a month before that. And then it just like completely shot up. But so sometimes the offer would lead with the guarantee. But the guarantee is always conditional. It's never an unconditional guarantee. It's a very difficult guarantee to exercise. And we tell them that. We say to them, the guarantee is difficult to exercise. You probably won't be able to do it. We've never actually had to give someone a refund because people can't make it through this program. Because as you can see, it's so gruesome. There's so many things you've got to get through. But if you do, here are testimonials of, of what people have achieved. And, um, and that's how, uh, that's how it goes. So that's how we created this, this offer that we can, really? that we can sell, you know, we've, the, the, the highest ticket we've sold is $24,000, um, with this. That's brilliant. So what's the process once, once they've, you, you're emailing them every day and finally they hmm. see something, email you back, you, <clears throat> you actually have somebody talk to them, right? You don't, this isn't yes. all e-commerce. Right. So we email them every day and the call to action in the email every day is like, if you would like to trade with us or get this offer, email, email us. And it goes to a Gmail account. So we're not using a, you know, a professional email. We're deliberately using a Gmail account. So it's more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And then what we have is we have a three-step process. Now, this is called a, uh, a T3 there's a very famous marketer that actually developed this process and we had our copywriters go on his course and his program and whatever so we can develop this. But we don't make sales from it. We just warm them up in order to get them ready to get on a call. So it's kind of an appointment setting thing. But first thing is the email in saying begin application. That's in the subject line. They say begin application. Then we say, right, we just have a few questions for you. Just want to let you know, this isn't the trader. Of course, we're not, you know, he's not manning all these emails. We get a hundred inquiries a day, but I just want to ask you these few questions. I hope you don't mind. And then they answer the questions. Then we say to them, oh, well, actually, I think that you're perfect for the program or you're not. If you're not perfect for the program, then here's a downsell. It's a $10 trial. You can get it and it's $99 a month or $697 a year for that. I think that's probably best for you because of your situation. And then if they do qualify, they go through to the next stage. So our salesperson made a doodly video sales letter, a very, very simple one that just explains all the problems that they'll face in trading and then explains how this is the solutions to all of those problems. This is the offer that we're going through. Okay, so... This is like taking the immense amount of careful work you did building the offer and using it as part of your your sales funnel, reusing yes. some of it. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, so what we found was you have to repeat things over and over and over again. So we want to make sure that they hear that offer consistently. So we also have a, a Google Doc that we send them that they can read with the offer in, but then it's like, okay, well, let's explain this video where it's in as well. And then in the one-on-one -on -one email communication where people have objections, people have just legitimate questions, we then send them to, we send them a, a, a quote from the offer, from the Google Doc that contains the entire offer. And we say, you know, here you go, you can read the whole thing here after giving them the quote in the email. And then you put them into a follow-up process, which is also one-on-one. -on -one. So we have virtual assistants who actually respond to people one-on-one -on -one in order to uh, do this. And it was set up by our copywriters. So the copywriters wrote the initial copy, the initial templates and whatever. And then these get filled in by other people. So the offer gets repeated consistently. Now, 
the guarantee itself is we don't really hammer in on that. We make sure that it's all about the solutions to their actual problems. And so this works pretty well. So once they've gone through that three-step process, we then send them to a discovery call. So this person is not pitching them. They're just literally finding out more about them, asking a bunch of questions. And the sales director, Zach, is just an absolute genius at this. He's my uh, business partner at Cash With Courses as well. And he's just so good at setting up these sales systems. You know, I saw but, a picture uh, of him on, on one of your pages. And yeah. do you ever see the show NCIS Los Angeles? Oh, maybe not for 10 years. So you're going to have to remind me. He looks like Deeks. He looks like the cool surfer dude, agent. <laughs> player and the kind he is of- way too cool for anyone. He's too cool for school. Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. He plays, you know, he plays on stage. He like great guitarist, great singer, can speak several languages. It's just too much, you know? So <laughs> anyway, just an aside. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. And like handsome, good set of hair. It's just, you know, Ooh. the man has it all. So what happens is, they get on the call with the um, with the discovery person. The person asks them a bunch of questions, then sets up the, the the actual closer with another call. So it's quite the process, because and the reason for that is we want to make sure that they completely understand the offer. They understand just how incredible this thing is, and the only way to do that is to have all these steps where you're reiterating the same points, the same points, just with slightly different mediums. One is email. One is a video, one is a Google Doc, one is a one-on-one phone conversation, and then you have the closer who's just an expert objection handler and the person that can get them over the finish line. And that's why the conversion rates are so high in the end. And that's interesting that you have all these different media where you're um, presenting the same thing, but because one time it's a doodly video and one time it's a Google Doc and one time it's an email and one time it's interactive conversation with a live person doesn't get boring because it, it seems like something new, even if the content is the same. Yeah. So I, I think that's it really. And um, I mean, this developed over a very long period of time because what happens is when you run these webinars, uh, you will get a lot of inquiries. So we used to fill up appointment books, you know, Calendly would just be blowing up and there'll be so many. And um, we just found out that they weren't quite, ready you know so we were like okay well let's have an appointment setter come in and do this discovery call so zach's going through like one call after the other boom 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 so we set up the discovery call and then we were like okay well the call to action in the emails just seems a bit salesy like hop on this call with me is there something else we can do to qualify them even better and then so and then this um thing came along we're like well why don't we get people to email in warm them up and have a one-on-one conversation with them that's really relaxed and chilled and then send them to the discovery call and then send them to the closer. So this, I mean, this happened over a period of years, but this is by far the best method and refund rates are in the toilet. You know, I think, I think our usual refund rate is 5.8% total refund rate in the entire business for the high ticket stuff. It's more like 1.8%. It's really, really low. And that's usually just because someone has, you know, there's some circumstances where they really need uh, need their money back. Um, but yeah, so this process was built over such a long period of time. So, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm this genius guy that just 
stumbled uh, onto this stuff and, and like thought it through from the very, very start. Now I made about 20 billion mistakes, which probably cost millions of dollars <laughs> before getting to the point where we're like, right, this is how we need to be qualifying as people. So yeah, think about, sorry. No, go ahead. So think, so think about what they've gone through, right? So they were, were on Google. They were sitting there, didn't know anything about us. Then they go, oh, hey, join me on Zoom Live as we go through the markets together. They then go, okay, cool. Let me let me do that. They they show up and they're like, all right, where's the pitch? Then there's no pitch. Then they're like, okay, well, why don't you buy this book? All the money goes to uh, American Childhood Cancer Organization. And they're like, okay, well, that's interesting. Where's the pitch? They go to day three. There's no pitch. And then they ask, oh, you know, someone asks, is there more? Can I trade with you on a on a longer term basis? And then we say, ah, you know, my team will email you about that. I don't. I only want to talk about it. Then they wake up the next morning. There's an email in there with a story, a metaphor, a replay of the event, and then saying, hey, if, if you want more, then, then email us. And we go, wow, okay, well, now I'm emailing you. So how does that feel? Like, how does that whole process feel as a consumer? Like, it just, it just puts a much better taste in my mouth than some of these other things I've seen out there. And this was a, this was a process of elimination. This was a process where we simply tried stuff that didn't work, you know, and then what we end up with is just this incredibly motivated customer base, where they are just like such hardcore fans, even though they spent a tremendous amount of money to get to that point. Because why? Because we're actually delivering on the value that we promised through the process that we went through for the offer that actually increased our customer service. And we sold to them in a really cool and relaxed way. That don't make them upset and don't force things down their throat. So just the whole thing is probably the reason why 90% of the reviews are five-star and about 7% of the reviews are four-star. So we have 97% of the reviews are four or five-star on, uh, on Trustpilot because they actually enjoy being sold to like this because we're delivering so much value and so much respect and we're just treating them like people. It's wild. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> If you would, could you talk a little more? And <clears throat> I'm already seeing that it's the context. It's the way you set up a person before they get to the emails that makes the emails work so well. But could you talk a little more about the mind, mindset or the philosophy or just the, the techniques, the outline of your no-claim emails? I mean, it's, it's kind of wild. Yeah, sure. So the philosophy behind them is to um, is to build rapport. The philosophy behind everything we do is to build rapport. Because with rapport, you've got trust. And with trust, you can make a sale. And you can actually help people help themselves. So the philosophy behind the emails is simply how do we actually give them something that's going to give them an insight and give them an, a, a, an aha moment? So what is that thing we could we could tell them? So, for example, we tell a story in one of our emails. I mean, we, are, we have like 400 different ones written out already. But one of our emails is a picture of Sylvester Stallone in one of the Rambo movies. I think it's Rambo 2. And so this is a perfect example of an email, right? And so in Rambo 2, there's this big machine that they've got and they take them over. I think it takes them to Myanmar or Burma or something like that. And they have this big machine that says, this is the most powerful weapon in the world. And Rambo turns around and goes, oh, I thought the mind was the most powerful weapon. 
And then so the email is about how the mind is such a powerful weapon and in your trading. And then what's important is to give an example. So for example, in this trade, if you got out here after a week, then you wouldn't have made as much money if you got out after three months. But that's really, really difficult because you, but your mind has to be right and yada, 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 yada. And so that is an example of an email that has a story and a metaphor and gives them some kind of insight where they can go, ah, aha, I have a tiny moment of ha, aha. And then we say, if you want to trade with us uh, together, we will guarantee X, Y, Z. Email us with begin application to this email. And then that's an example. That's an awesome example. So what's the research process that yields stories and metaphors like that one? Oh, we have an entire process. And uh, really, I need to pull up the SOP for me to um, to give you specifics. But there's four different types of emails that go out. And so if you have a single story, you actually have four different emails that you can send out over a different period of time. So you've got like anthropological, analytical, gosh, I can't remember all of them now. But we have we have four different types of emails. So what we do is we look, we have a list of people's false beliefs. So these are the things people believe that are true. And then with these four sections, we put all four of these next to those. So then uh, let's say we have 15 false beliefs, then we have 15 times four emails that we can now write. So when you come up with a random fact generator, or you come up with a story or a motivational thing, which you can find on the internet, and we can pull from, we pull from books, we pull from TV shows, we pull from um, the random fact generator, and then we slot those into these false beliefs, and these four different types of emails. And then we have, you know, geez, we have like, hundreds upon hundreds of emails and angles that we can use uh, all the time. What we also do is we, tr we track every single email. So we've tracked over 400 and something emails now inside of Hyros. And so we know which one generates the most amount of money. So we can then refine the emails and say, right, it was type two out of the four types. And it was this angle and it this happened. So we, and then we try and write more emails like this type because that's what our audience responds to. And we try and find another metaphor that kind of is similar to that one. And so we keep refining it over time. So this really is a is an amazing process. Um, so now we have a collection, like the top 10 emails are like responsible for hundreds of thousands of dollars just by themselves, you know? And we, we've got that data and we can see see what works. That's great. I mean, one observation I have is you have systems inside systems. You really do. And that's very impressive. And I can tell that you didn't just come up with them one day in a room throwing stuff against the wall. You really analyzed what worked and thought about it. The other thing is, it seems like you didn't say, okay, here's a great line from Rambo 2. Let's see if we can fit it in the email. It's like you were looking for that. You were looking for something that proved a particular point you already wanted to make. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, so it's important to have the false beliefs kind of written down. And that becomes really easy when you have one-on-one -on -one email communication. So we have loads of people. There's just so many objections. I mean, because we're getting between, you know, 20 and 100 inquiries a day. And all these people have their objections and whatever. And so the, so we're like, oh, well, actually, this person believes this. That's not quite true. Let's just explain that to them. And that happens one-on-one. -on -one. And so what we do is we just take that, put it into a document, into a spreadsheet. And then so... There's almost nothing that we don't have an answer for right now. 
when people come in. So we handle a lot of objections in our, our mass emails that we send out every day because of that. This is fantastic, but I, I think we're running close to the end. Nathan, did you have anything you wanted to ask before we end? You mentioned that you have a program that you put together to help people in a similar niche do this same type of stuff. Uh, I did want to mm -hmm. let you plug that. Last week, we talked about it for a minute. Does that include like, this is the way that we set up our Google ads and, and this is who we target and this is the the interest that we use to target with. And this is the way that we write our emails because you've just dumped a whole bunch of stuff on the listeners today. <laughs> and so I was wondering if, if they're intrigued by this stuff, but they want to kind of dig deeper, is that the way to go about it? Or is that something that people would have to talk to you one-on-one -on -one about? That's my final question for the episode. Yeah. So we have a done, thank you so much, but we have a done with you program where literally we give people all the training and everything they want. We give them everything because now that you know my offer process, you can imagine what we're giving, uh, what we're giving away in this. And um, basically everything is almost fill in the blank templates, fill in the blank templates, checklist, video training, plus coaching. So we do this on a, a, a done with you basis, but we also do it on a done for you basis. Well, we just go in, we spend about two weeks with you asking you questions, and we call it the expertise extraction framework. We ask you a bunch of questions, we get all the stuff down, and then we just do the whole thing for you, from funnel to sales setup to, to absolutely um, everything. So I think we'll put a, um, we'll put a link in the, in the show notes, you said, but you could also just go to cashwithcourses.com forward slash yes, and then you'll have a, you can see one of our done done for you services there where we generate all the leads, we set up the webinars, uh, we do all that stuff. And then from there, we could actually help set up this email system for you, give you the copywriters to do that, give you the virtual assistants to actually respond to stuff, and then give you the salespeople in order to close people high ticket. So I love everything that you've gone over through the last two episodes. My final question that I did have actually, as we're heading out of here is if people are thinking about setting something like this up, what is the kind of nurture sequence time period from when somebody first sees an ad and signs up for the webinar all the way to the point where they're getting on a, they've gone through the filtering process. They've gone through the emails. They've gone through the exploration call. And now they're actually on a call with somebody who's there to close them What's that, what's that time period look like? So that's a really great question. So it depends on the live event. It depends on, on, on when that happens. So if you sign up a lead seven days before the event, typically they don't inquire during those seven days. Mm -hmm. So after the live event, it takes about a week for someone to go through the entire process. And within 30 days of, so I'll give you some stats. Within 30 days of someone becoming a lead from Google, we get back about, we get about 1.3 ROAS. So we get our money back plus 30%. Mm -hmm. After 90 days, we get about a 3.5 ROAS. And then after about six months, we're hitting our 4.1. Okay. So there is a lag, but what's important for us is to get our money back in 30 days. Our money back plus change, you know? But after a while, even that doesn't matter too much because you've got so much on the tail end. And especially when people start renewing after, after a year because it's a year subscription, you know, then things change completely. 
Nice. Okay, one more time before we're out of here, where can people go if they want to check out this whole funnel offer sequence that you have set up and maybe look into hiring you or inquiring with you about how to set it up for their own business? Yeah, so if they want to look, I put a case study together inside of a Google Doc. You just go to cashwithcourses.com forward slash yes. And also just email me at peter at cashwithcourses.com and ask any questions you like. I've got case studies galore. I've got entire webinars that I've done with screenshots, case studies, templates, everything. And um, quite happy to give you access to all of that for free uh, before you make your decision to, to hire us. Nice. David, did you have anything before we're out of here? I just want to say thank you. This, is, this has been great, truly valuable, and unique stuff. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, Peter. Thank you so much. You guys both have a good one. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you check out copywriterspodcast.com for other episodes. And until next time, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Cheers. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.